2: Welcome into the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Erpine. I hope you had a wonderful extended weekend. I missed you because I meant to be with you Friday and then I couldn't. It didn't work out. And well, then we had the weekend and it was a holiday weekend. And I wanted to take a second here on the Locked On Bengals Podcast to thank each and every one of our service members, including the ones uh, who have died for our freedom. Obviously, that's what Memorial Day is all about. And... Um, I hope you and yours enjoyed the extended off time. Hopefully you had extended off time. Obviously, clearly I did. I'm a big slacker. I didn't do a podcast Friday or yesterday, but uh, I'm with you today. A lot to get to. If you're new to the podcast, well, it's simple. We cover the Bengals each and every weekday here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. My name's James Rapine. I cover the team for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. On today's show, you're going to hear from offensive linemen, Trey Hopkins on the new offensive line coach Frank Pollock on battling for a starting job and so much more. And you're also going to hear from star cornerback William Jackson III. I just got out of the Bengals locker room about a half hour ago. Both of those interviews coming your way today. Plus, the good morning football team on NFL Network has good things to say about Andy Dalton. So let's dive right into it. Let's start with an interview. Let's start with out of those three things. I think you'd want to hear from William Jackson III the most. He's a star. Caught up with him earlier today. I think he's a star. And uh, I caught up with William Jackson III earlier today, and we talked about the offseason, what he's done to improve his body, the difference between OTAs and training camp, and so much more. Here's my conversation with Bengals cornerback william jackson the third in the locker room with william jackson the third william uh, it's been a a while since we've talked how was your offseason
3: it was great it was was much needed you know i got to spend time with family and work out and do those things get my body right so it was a a great thing to have
2: a lot of new faces obviously 11 draft picks a bunch of undrafted free agents as well what do you think about the the rookie class
3: i like all of them i mean (laughs) i like all all of them doing good things in different ways so I just can't wait until we get this thing rolling in the summer and see what they really got in pads. How big of a
2: difference is that between OTAs and then when you get to training camp and, and pads-wise? What's the, I guess, the skill level, the challenge right now versus late July, August with training camp?
3: Uh, training camp, you can actually to touch guys. Okay. But, uh, outside of training camp, you really can't touch them. So they can just free release and do whatever they want. So. But when you put the pads on, you actually to touch somebody to be physical
2: in the Bengals locker room with William Jackson. I know Marvin said this towards the end of last year, William, about how you had certainly had success, but it was your first true year playing every single week, et cetera, In and dealing with the, the aches and pains of a full NFL season. Have you gotten your your body? What what steps did you take to get your body right for 2018? Because I, I, I don't think I'm alone when thinking that you're the number one corner on this team. Oh,
3: just, you just got to take care of your body. I mean, obviously – The uh, coaches want me out there and I want to be out there so I just take care of my body do the small things, stretch uh, give massages, do the small things so through the long run I, I can last throughout the season
2: I know a lot of people have asked you about John Ross. Obviously, oh, yeah. he was out last year for the majority of the year, a lot like uh, you were as a rookie. What advice did you give him, and uh, what have you seen from him so far in Well,
3: uh, I just told him uh, stay strong-minded and work and you know, don't worry about what people, the fans, are saying about you. You know, they, they like to call guys bust when they get hurt, like it's your fault that you got hurt. But, yeah, I just told him to be strong-minded, and he looked great out there, actually. Take mm-hmm. it back to yourself, man. The fans are going to be real excited to see what he go, to this year
2: how has it been matching up with him have you been able to match up with him in, in practice one-on-one
3: yeah we, we got some good ones but it, i haven't really not one-on-one no. you know, I go with the veteran guy like aj and the field, so i want to go with those guys but he actually doing well out there so it, it's gonna be exciting he'll be excited
2: a few more questions uh for william jackson the third in the bengals locker room what is that like going up with aj now it's to me i, I think a year ago i would have said oh well young corner william jackson the third based on your performance this past year it's like star corner william jackson the third versus star receiver aj green so what's it like going up against him
3: well it's fun uh, it get me better and obviously i can get him better in a different way so it's just real fun going against a, a guy that's been in the pro bowl that many times you actually get a chance to compete with a guy like that because i know during the season go compete with some pro bowl guys like julio and we got we got it some good receivers this year. I've so looked at him. Antonio Brown,
2: obviously, a couple times. Josh Gordon, obviously, in the division as well.
3: It's exciting. It's exciting. I'm ready to get the season going if I can show them I actually can pay, you know? As
2: far as your breakout year, obviously, last year and having all that success, how do you not say that and say, oh, I've made it? How do you build on that? What What do you use as motivation to, to get better this offseason?
3: I just want to get more picks and uh, basically just play a lot of good football. I mean, last year I had some okay success. But this year I want to kind of really solidify myself as a good football player. Be one of them guys they talk about in the top five. Yeah.
2: Do you, do you have a nickname? They have like Revis Island. They have... They
3: call me Action Jackson. You know?
2: Action Jackson? That's what we should call I'm you? i about the action, you know. <laughs> who, uh, who gave you that nickname or is that you giving it to yourself?
3: I, I had it in uh, college. B-
2: because of plays you made? Is yeah,
3: that- I had a the college, the coach always called me that for some reason, so it just kind of stuck a little bit.
2: Awesome. Well, William, I appreciate the time. Good luck with the rest of the OTAs. Thank you. That's Bengals cornerback William Jackson the Third. I think he's poised for a huge second playing season. Obviously, it's his third season in the NFL. I really do think he has the chance to be the best, a chance to be the best cornerback of the Marvin Lewis era. And that's crazy when you're talking about a Jonathan Joseph, a Leon Hall. Some of the, even Adam Jones had some really good years. And so, William Jackson III, I think he can be the best of all of them. Certainly has the potential to do just that. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. We'll dive into a couple things on the other side, including my conversation with Trey Hopkins. What's new offensive coordinator Frank Pollock like? Plus, Is he an FC Cincinnati fan? FC Cincinnati, obviously, huge in the news today in Cincinnati, with uh, Cincinnati getting an MLS team that expected to be announced later this afternoon. Plus, the Good Morning football team says some nice things About Andy Dalton. We'll get to that next on the Locked on Bengals podcast. But first, a word from Blue Chew. Guys, let's talk about sex. Instead of worrying about your performance, well, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's like blue, the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach since they're chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B Promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: I'm James Rapine, this is the Lockdown Bengals podcast. The the good morning football crew talked about Andy Dalton today. And I thought this was interesting. It makes some good points. And honestly, I think I agree with Peter Schreger that Dalton could have a pretty good year. Uh, here's Peter Schreger and the rest of the Good Morning Football crew on NFL Network discussing Andy Dalton.
1: Veterans in this league that you guys think are being underrated. So, Shakes, you weren't here last week. We talked about well, whether or not Alex Smith was underrated or overrated, so he might mm-hmm. come up in this conversation.
4: Yeah, and I think it's it's almost like slept on, meaning a guy that we're not talking about. I don't know if it's rated or not rated because Andy Dalton hasn't won crap in the NFL. Right. You know? I think Andy Dalton is being slept on going into really? the season. That's heavy lifting. Why? Tell me. I thought last year was a tough, tough road for Dalton. They spent a top ten pick on John Ross. He doesn't catch a single ball. They deplete their offensive line. Andrew Whitworth's gone. Kevin Zeitler is gone. And and then Dalton gets thrown in there, and they fire his offensive coordinator about two weeks into the season. And what's he do to finish the year? They beat the Lions. They beat the Ravens. They knock both those teams out of the playoffs. They end on a good note. And Dalton, for all his flaws and all his big prime time, inabilities, whatever you want to say, been to the playoffs five out of seven years in the NFL. And he's going to his eighth season. He's playing in a division that has been very good. I mean, besides the Browns, you're looking at the Steelers and the Ravens who are perennial playoff contenders, and yet the Bengals are in that conversation every season. Here is my big push for Andy Dalton this season. Bill Lazor filled in kind of as the offensive coordinator down the stretch, and their offense took off at the end. They now have an entire offseason. The same way I feel about Kyle Shanahan Mm -hmm. and Jimmy Garoppolo having an entire offseason to work here, that's how I feel about Bill Lazor's offense comes from a Chip Kelly kind of scheme where he was with the Philadelphia Eagles and he was with the Dolphins. He comes with a different view of this. I think Andy Dalton could be the benefactor of a whole offseason with this offensive coordinator saying I can make the leap. We saw him do it with Jay Gruden. We saw him do it with Hugh Jackson. Now it's Bill Laser's time. I'm going with Andy Dalton. Slept on, no one's talking about him. They get everybody back, and it's another year in that offensive scheme.
1: And beloved by the
3: Bills Mafia.
4: Yes. Yeah, they, he's a Bills legend. I, I glaze over at Andy Dalton talk as a completely impartial observer. He and Marv, it's just, you just think about it. They, they don't win playoff games, and it's like they're under this spell that until they win one, they have to break the spell. Otherwise, it's just like... Yeah, he's pretty good. He's just—he's a quarterback. You know what I mean? They have to win a playoff game.
2: Well, look, here's why I buy into it, and I'll keep this pretty short and sweet. I like Joe Mixon. I like the offensive line compared to where it was a year ago. I don't think the offense can get any worse. You guys know I buy into John Ross. Everyone buys into A.J. Green. I think Andy Dalton could have success. I do. I think we'll get to more on that tomorrow. Certainly some stuff there to elaborate on and discuss in detail. We'll do that tomorrow on the Locked on Bengals podcast. One more interview for you, though. And this is uh, my interview with Trey Hopkins. I talked to him about new offensive line coach Frank Pollock and so much more. Here is my one-on-one with Trey Hopkins. How was your off-season?
0: It was, it was great. Yeah? Did, you go, did you go anywhere fun? Uh, yeah, I went to Dubai and Rio de Janeiro. Dubai.
2: All right. Never been. What, uh, what was that like? What was the biggest <laughs> surprise or, or the biggest thing worth mentioning in Dubai?
0: For me, the biggest thing worth mentioning is just the architecture out there. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just really they put a lot of attention into details. Whereas here in America, in the states, we just do a lot. We see a lot of tall buildings, but they're just kind of like vertical, like square buildings. Like there, they take extra materials and will put an unnecessary like ramp on the outside, or like a, a spiral going around like the, the spire of the, of the tower and stuff like that. Just extra like decor around their buildings that just kind of makes it look like a futuristic city
2: so now when you build your the the hopkins palace is it going to (laughs) be is it going to be like uh the architect uh, architecture in dubai
0: no (laughs) i'm not going to be like it over here (laughs) do you
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you in the Bengals locker room with trey hopkins obviously coaching turnover paul alexander no longer the offensive line coach and frank pollock what's the the biggest difference
0: between the two um I think there's just a different, uh, complete change in the approach to, like, how we, I mean, our schemes are different, of course, but even just how we approach meetings and how we approach practice, it's very back-to-back. It's very quick turnover in everything we do. There's never really um, any, kind of, any kind of break. You have to really come in and really be focused and have your mind right to just go from one thing to the next and to the next, and just and you, you have to be locked in for however long you're here. Is, it, is he more intense? I
2: keep hearing how intense he is. Is that is that yeah, accurate?
0: That's very accurate. That's That would be the perfect word, actually, is he's very intense. And, it's, I mean, it's good because that kind of stuff, that that spreads. That's something that's contagious. So I think it'll help us.
2: When you saw that the, the Bengals, obviously you guys traded for Cordy Glenn and then drafted Billy Price, when you saw those <coughs> moves, uh, what went through your mind?
0: I mean, we're putting together a, a better online. We were a major part of what we needed to um what we needed to improve on going in from, coming in from last season. I think the organization is showing that we're putting forth the steps to do that. As
2: far as this offense goes, obviously – Last year was no different. It seemed like the, some of the pieces were in place, obviously, with Andy, AJ, now mixing in year two. I, I keep hearing how Ross looks healthy. Do you do you get excited when you think about the potential that this offense could have
0: in 18? Very, very. I mean, just to make sure having all those guys here and having them healthy and everything, and but also just the new schemes. And yeah. I mean, Pollock's another big part of that. I'm excited about the things he has for us and, and the coaching and the different techniques and things that we're implementing that allow us to just go play fast and play physical. In the locker room with Trey Hopkins, it wasn't just offensive line coach
2: turnover, but going into the off season, we weren't sure about Marvin. What was your
0: reaction when you saw that Marvin was back on a two year deal? <clears throat> I mean, I kind of assumed he was going to be here until I heard otherwise. So I wasn't too, <laughs> I wasn't too shocked. I mean, I knew my coach had changed, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was pretty big news, pretty quickly. Um, but I mean, it, here, I mean, it's kind of you're in a position where. Whoever's in charge, that's who you play for. Yeah. I mean, it—him it, being here or not—you have you have to play for somebody, and you have to put your best foot forward. You know what I mean? I'm glad Marvin's here, um, but it really wasn't a, a, a huge concern. I think, but I think guys are happy that he's back.
2: I assume you're probably in the mix to to, to start. I imagine there'll be a, a position battle during training camp on that side of the line. What, what are your your thoughts on that? And I've heard that you could play tackle, you could play guard. Do you,
0: do you feel like you could play either? Right now, we're focusing more on uh, guard and center. That's, that's more what I've been um, rotating here. But, I mean, I don't think I've ever been in a position here, at least where I've ever just been like if something is set or my position here is set in stone. So, so for me, it's it's kind of like every other OTA is coming into it. I mean, you always have to fight and, and, and let the pieces fall where they have been. Do you
2: like center so far what you've done I know it's really early probably I mean did you did you do any center work pre this this OTAs you did
0: yeah I did um center last year in camp and so I think we had an injury and then I kind of got bumped out to more exclusively at guard um but yeah I think all the OTAs I've been here except for my first one (coughs) excuse me um I've had to do some at center um this year a little bit more than in the past but yeah
2: gotcha do you prefer one or the other
0: no, not really. I mean, like I keep saying, whatever, whatever gets you on the roster, whatever gets you on the team and, and allows you to contribute is kind of what you play for. Yeah, I hear you.
2: Well, Trey, I appreciate the time. Enjoy OTAs. Uh, you can enjoy OTAs, right? It's yeah, a fun can, time.
0: Yeah, you can enjoy OTAs <laughs> for sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely fun. You still have a lot of free time. I mean, you still get to cover up and see your boys, so that's cool. Uh, by the way, last week I
2: talked to Cordy Glenn, mm-hmm. and I don't know how close you are with him. Right? Mm-hmm. But have you, have you had Skyline? <laughs>
0: You yeah, have had Skyline. You
2: made a face. Is that good or bad? You're no, not a I hate, fan? I hate Skyline. I was going to tell you to take him to Skyline because he I hadn't been he yet, won't. but no. I'm not a fan. He won't be going with me. No?
0: You, you <laughs> wouldn't go? No, he won't be going with me. Maybe somebody else.
2: Are you a soccer fan? No, not really. No? Okay, so you don't care about the the FC? Th- have you heard about that FC Cincinnati getting numbers? Uh,
0: very little about it. Like Just walking into conversations and stuff, but... Soccer's not a a huge thing for
2: me. All right, so don't ask you to go to Skyline in an (laughs) FC Cincinnati game. I'll I'll note that, all right? I appreciate the time. No problem. Thank you. That's Trey Hopkins, an exclusive interview right here to the Locked on Bengals podcast. That's what you get with Locked on Bengals. Exclusive interviews, insight, things you're not going to get anywhere else each and every weekday. Subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. I know today was quick. It was abbreviated. But I thought those interviews were worth your time. Thank you so much. I will be back tomorrow excited. Can't wait to talk more about Andy Dalton because I really do agree with Shregs until then. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the lockdown Bengals podcast.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage, this off season, look no further than the On NFL scouting podcast.